0: Welcome to the podcast of Pastor Daniel Braddock. He is the pastor of First Assembly of God in Plant City, Florida. We are so excited that you have joined us to listen to Pastor Braddock's powerful preaching from each Sunday morning church service. Listen closely to these messages and your journey with Jesus will be wonderfully impacted.
1: Hallelujah, hallelujah. there's, There's a part of my message this morning. You may be seated if you can. And Brother John has been preaching about the secret place. We're going to share some thoughts about it this morning, but... But it's not something we just want to do once in a while. God wants to bless his people. And Jesus, speaking in the sixth chapter of the book of Matthew, he's talking about praying. Matthew, if you put up the text, let's read this. This is where we are right now. It says, Take heed, therefore, you do not arms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Therefore, when thou dost thine arms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogue and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. and when thou doest alms, let not the left hand know what the right hand is do, that the right hand doeth, that thine alms may be in secret. And the Father which in secret seeth himself seeth in secret himself, shall reward thee openly. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrite or as those who love to pray standing in the synagogue and in the corners of the street that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But here's here's the text. But thou, when thou prayest, Enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut the door, pray to your Father, which is in secret. And the Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Some of you have found that secret place. Hallelujah. Psalms 91.1 says, Matthew, I think you have it. It goes with it. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Mm. That's where we are at this very moment. We're abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. Let let me let me share this with you. And the only verse of scripture that it references verse number, whichever was six, is in Second Kings chapter four, where Elisha goes to raise the humanite's son. I'm sure you know the story. He would go visit them. They'd build him a room and he would come through. Every time he'd come through, he would stay there. And he asked the lady of the house what her need was. Gehazi, his servant, said she has no child. And he made a promise to her that within a year she would have a child. And she did. The child grows up. Becomes a young man. We don't know the age, but he goes out to the field with his father. And while he was in the field, some commentators say he had a sunstroke. That's best they can come up with. But he cries, "My head, my head!" The father's got a servant said take him to his mother. She took him up to the room, put him on Elisha's bed. I like that. And she got a servant, got her donkey, and she took off. She found the man of God. And he knew when she walked up, there was trouble in the camp. She was disturbed. She didn't know what to do. In fact, she makes the statement, I did not ask for this. I was not in want of a child, Braddock's translation, but you promised and it happened. And now, my servant, my child, is laying unconscious. So he sent Gehazi with his staff. He runs ahead, doesn't speak to anybody. He runs and he goes into the room lays the staff upon his body. Elijah and the lady gets there. Elisha, excuse me, I'm sorry. They're so much alike. But Elisha said, and if you want to turn to Second Kings chapter 4, I know, I know, I know. But I want to share this with you. Verse number 32, and when Elisha was come into the house, behold, the child was dead and laid upon his bed. And he went in, therefore, shut the door. Did you see that? When he went in and he shut the door, go into the closet, the secret place. And when you get in there, the second part of that verse says, shut the door. What does that mean? It means you stop all the confusion. You stop all the disturbances. You stop all the hindrances. Now, I don't know how you are. But I know one thing. When I go to pray, my mind gets flooded. I need to do this, do that, do this. You know, let's, let's go get something. Let's do this. That's what I'm talking about. He said, when you go into the closet, shut the door. Get your mind on Christ. Forget about everything else. Now, because see where, the, where our treasure is, that's where our heart will be. Where's your heart this morning? Where, where is your treasure? The treasure was the young man laying in the prophet's bed. But he went in. And I've always, this is one of those scriptures I've always struggled with. John, help me out this morning. It says that he goes in, shuts the door. Get this, he didn't even let the mother go in. I don't know if you ever noticed that. He did not let the mother or the servants or anybody, just him, God, and the boy. Nobody else. And you say, well, why would he do that? Well, the only answer I can give you is he felt if there was other people there, there would be doubt. There would be confusion. He shut the door. And by shutting the door, he shut everything out except him, God, and the young man. And the Bible said he began to pray. Then he goes and lays down on the body. Now this is what I always struggle with. He mouth to mouth, eyes to eyes. You know. Lord, what is this? (laughs) But John enlightened me this morning when he got here. I told him about it. My theory was that he was consistent in his prayer, that he wasn't going to leave until he got an answer. That's part of it. But Brother John shared with me this morning, when God made man, what did he do? He's laying there, he's dust, he has the form of a body and God reaches down. I'm going to go there. He put his mouth on this body. And the Bible says in Genesis, he breathed into him life. He breathed into him the power of God. He breathed in him the working of the presence of God. And he became a living soul. Amen. Wow. And I know we got to get our minds on spiritual things. Not on fleshly things. He obeyed God. God. His head, mouth, nose. And he began to pray. Now he didn't go in there wishing something's gonna happen. He went in there believing God was gonna raise him up. He was a promised son. God said to through Elisha, you will have a child. That's a promised son. And the enemy liked to take it out, and he tried. But the man of God walked into that room where death was and said, Not today. Not today. Here's a wild thought I had look at your circumstances. The enemy is saying to some of you, or may have said to you, "It's dead." But don't believe it. Come on, come on. Mmm. Believe God. Walk into that circumstance and say, "Lord, not today." I'm alive in you. He breathed into him. He resuscitated him. The Bible says his body got warm. So he gets up. He starts walking again. And I don't think he was just counting the, the, the nails in the floor. I believe he was seeking God. Lord, this lady needs this son. You gave him to her. And I ask, Lord, that you would minister. And he prayed. You know, when you go in the closet, be consistent. Oh, y'all missed out. That would have been a good place to shout right there. Be consistent in the closet. Now Let me me just throw this in here. Elisha just didn't be bop over there and say, well, all right, I'm going to go do this. No, he was under the divine leadership of the power of God. The Bible says he lays back down on him again. You can read the story. It's there. And he breathed on him again. Did you notice what it says down there? The child sneezed seven times. You know what this number seven means? Most of you do. It means complete. It means complete. He sneezed seven times. That means he's come back to life. And he opened his eyes. Woo! Woo! Consistency will bring victory. He opened his eyes. There was no fanfare. There was no grab the community and come in and look what I've done. No. He said, go get the lady, Gehazi, and he went and got her. And Elisha said to her, "Take up your son and go. O, Pick up your son. Pick up your son. Mmm. Pick up your son and go. Don't leave him there in the deathbed." He's alive. Hallelujah. He's alive. Alive, alive, alive forever. Pick up your son. Boy, that's a thought right there. That represents the need. Pick up your need and thank God when he answers that prayer. It also, I believe, means you pick it up, and you go, and you share it. Can you imagine at the household what was going on when they come out? And he's, she's got her son. The household got excited, yeah. and she was able to tell him what was happening. So my point is simply this Today. Get along with God. Seek Him daily. Yes, sir. And in our in our thoughts for today, there's there's a. Hmm, I got to hurry. Well, let, let me let me let me let me read it to you right quick, because I don't want to miss this, Brother Mark. If you want to come on, it says. let, let, let me just. As he's coming, he that dwelleth in the secret place, Psalms 91 of the Most High. The blessings here promised are not for all believers, but for those who live in close fellowship with God. Every child of God looks toward the inner sanctuary and the mercy seat, yet all do not dwell in the most holy place. They run to it at times, enjoy occasional approaches, but they do not habitually reside in the mysterious presence of God. Let let me just add this right here. What we have felt this morning, don't try to figure God out. Let the presence of God it's a mysterious thing. We, You will never figure out God. Amen, amen. But accept what he's done. Accept what he's doing. Amen. It's a mystery to us. But it's not a mystery to him. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. He said those who. Through rich grace obtain unusual and continuous communion with God. as So as to abide in Christ, in Christ in them. Become possessors of rare and special benefits. Hmm. Did you get it? Let me, let me read it again. He said, to abide in Christ and Christ in them become possessors of rare and special benefits, which are missed by those who follow afar off and grieve the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Grieve. You know what the word "grieve" means? It means to cause to suffer distress. Gr- God. This is one of the thoughts that I got when I got here this morning. God is grieved because we do not walk in full fellowship with Him. Why do I say that? Simply because He has blessings for us, and yet we don't take them. We don't accept them. So I've made up my mind. Lord, whatever you've got for me, I want. Amen. And you know what? I'm finding them in a secret place. Mm-hmm. The rare things. The supernatural. Stand with me. The secret place is the place where you come and you talk to God. (coughs) Thank you, John. If you would, Hallelujah, brother Mark. Do you have a song, right quick? And we're going to pray. Praise God. Let's sing together. A great. Zaga. Yes Sing with me how great
0: Thank you for listening today to the podcast of Pastor Daniel Braddock. If you are encouraged and uplifted by Pastor Braddock's preaching, please write a positive review on your favorite podcast app. Subscribe to this podcast on your app so you will not miss any future episodes. Take the word preached by Pastor Braddock and share it with your family, your friends, and your community. May God bless you today.